The opening week of the NFL is brought to you by Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. Promo code Locked On gets you 20% at MacWeldon.com. Here we are, another Locked On NFL. I am your co-host, Brian Peacock, alongside me, Matt Williamson. We are breaking down the league for you daily here on the show, and it is game week. Week it one is. of the NFL is going to be upon us very shortly in a few short days, so it's a good time for us to break down our picks. MVPs, Super Bowl, division winners, rookies of the year, players of the year, coaches of the year. This is our NFL of the year picks show and I think it's going to be a lot of fun and Matt how much did the Andrew I mean the Andrew Luck thing really changed the landscape of the NFL how much did it change what you're doing here with these picks did you have multiple Colts Luck picks here that you might have had to go back and rethink well I mean I made it no secret that I was leaning towards the Colts as being my AFC Super Bowl pick so I'm going to dial that back. I mean, I'm going to pull that one off the table. But I did write an article recently um, for Yard Barker. I urge everyone to check that out about uh, immediate reaction to the luck situation. And how I finished the article was, okay, maybe they're no longer with the elites in the AFC, but I think they'll be highly competitive in the AFC South. Let's start then with the AFC South, shall we? AFC South division winner, How do you see that division now? I'm going to take the Colts. And I don't feel super strong about it because I think Houston, they won it last year. They have the best quarterback. They have an established coach as well. J.J. Watt could be defensive player of the year again. I mean, he's won it several times. And I think Tennessee's a solid team. I don't have a lot of hopes for Jacksonville. But I've made it no secret that I think Brissett – is more than adequate and will really surprise people this year. So I'm going with the Colts. This division is super interesting. It already was. I think I was going to be a Colts guy. I am not as bullish on Jacoby Brissett, even though I don't dislike Jacoby Brissett at all. And I do like the program in Indianapolis right now, and there's a lot of things to like about them. But uh, I'm going to wait and see if maybe there's a few more holes in that depth and on that roster than we might have thought when Jacoby takes over instead of Andrew Luck. Uh, And a team I really like and a team that had a down year last year, but I fully expect to bounce back this year is the Jaguars. And I think just having a capable quarterback, I think the jump from Blake Bortles to Nick Foles is bigger than the drop from Andrew Luck to Jacoby Percet. I mean, I think that's how big the jump is for what the Jaguars are doing. They can run the ball. Uh, Maybe the, the, the receivers, someone needs to break out there, but I love the defensive side of the ball still. And so I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars in the AFC South. Although the Texans, Colts, Titans, all could be playoff teams. I'm going to go with the, the cellar dweller from last year in the Jacksonville Jags. I like it. Well, I don't like it. I, I, I think they're <laughs> going to be a bad team this year. <laughs> I, I like the guts you putting it out on the table and go in that direction. But uh, I think they're going to be fourth in the division. So I'm glad we're disagreeing on one. AFC North. Steelers. And I'm going to. everyone's like, of course, Williamson's taking the Steelers. Yeah. He sees them every day. He's got black and gold stuff all over the walls. And I'm torn. I really think those three teams are really going to beat each other up and all are going to play playoff caliber football. I just kind of trust the Steelers a little bit more than the other two in terms of quarterback, infrastructure, the team. 
coaching staff, all those things, pretty favorable schedule for Pittsburgh. But I don't feel strong about it. I think that the top three teams at division are all pretty good. I'm with you. The, the Browns obviously have the hype rolling into this season. I think maybe some addition by subtraction in Pittsburgh. I think the Ravens could be a lot of fun, and I think they could be that team that wins the division again. And I'm just gonna I'm in wait and see mode on the Browns. I wouldn't be shocked if you told me if you came back from the future and told me that the Browns were the AFC rep in the Super Bowl. I wouldn't be shocked by that. And if you told me they sort of crumbled under the pressure and maybe there was just some some weirdness and, and they were yeah. sort of a mediocre team. I don't think they're going to collapse. I don't. I think we're done of seeing the, the days of the Browns being a bottom feeder. I think it's the Bengals that are definitely going to be last place in that division. It's, it's going to be a fun division to watch, though, but uh, I'm with you. I'd like the Steelers to maybe rally without the weight of Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, even though those are two super talented players. Yeah, I think the defense is going to be really good. Yes, and better. So an improved yeah. defense, and they still can do everything they need to on offense. AFC East, is this still a one-team division? Yeah, sorry. I think the Jets and, and Bills are going the right direction. will show signs of life. will be more competitive, but they're more 500-ish teams. Yeah, I know England wins the East yet again. I like the Bills a little bit. I don't believe in – I like almost everything going on over there, except for I don't quite believe in Josh Allen and being that guy that can take you to the promised land. And I, even then I still would be not bullish on anybody taking down the Patriots. So it's, you know, it's, it's the Patriots again and someday Boring. it won't be, but right now it still is. It is. I'm with you. Let's finish up the AFC division winners with the AFC West. I'm taking the chiefs. I know that's boring. I think the chargers are really good, but I think there's a lot of bad mojo and injuries and stuff with them right now and no home field advantage. I just think that Chiefs offense is going to be legendary yet again and be really hard to, to beat. They could be better. I think in the yeah. secondary, adding a couple pieces, I mean, that's just that's a really good team. They might not rush the passer quite as good, even though Frank Clark is great, but D. Ford had an awesome season coming off the edge last year. They also lost Justin Houston. You can't forget that. I, But I still do like the Chiefs, and there's really you just can't pick another team in that division. To me, Chargers would be close, but losing Derwin James... Uh, it's just Gordon. Yeah, yeah right. and the Gordon situation could just hover over them all season long. Yeah, got to go Kansas City Chiefs in the West. So those are the division winners for the AFC. We still need a couple of wild card teams. There, there was a couple divisions that were difficult, and uh, there's still some very good teams out there. Who do you have as your wild cards to make it in the playoffs from the AFC? Yeah, I'm really torn on this, to be honest with you, because I, I took the Patriots, Steelers, Colts, and Chiefs to win their divisions. And I'm really having a hard time whittling down two spots for the Chargers, Ravens, Browns, and Texans. But Texans have a really, really tough schedule, so I'm going to eliminate them. I think the Chargers are the most talented, although they face some obstacles, as we mentioned. But I'm going to put them in. And then I'm kind of flipping a coin between the Ravens and the Browns. And kind of the reasons I picked the Steelers, I just trust the Ravens organization a little bit more. So I'm going to go L.A. and Baltimore. I actually have the other two teams you mentioned there. Texans ah. and Browns are my two wild card teams. And I, I like the Browns a lot, and I think they could definitely win the division. I could see a lot of outcomes for them, but I think the most likely outcome is a, is a pretty good season, and I think they are knocking on the door of the playoffs for sure. And uh, I do like what's going on in Cleveland. And the Texans... I would just like to see them 
go all in. And I, I think they have that opportunity mm-hmm. right now. I like the quarterback. Uh, they have a lot of pieces on defense. They have a lot of pieces uh, on offense, even without Lamar Miller, who uh, I just don't think is a huge loss really for Lamar Miller. And maybe they'll even find someone who's a, somewhat of an upgrade before the season. Who knows? But maybe Do Johnson's an upgrade. He's more dynamic receiver than Lamar Miller was at this point in their career. So Texans Browns are my wild cards in the AFC. It's time to celebrate. Football is finally back, and DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy football, has huge Week 1 contests. The first one starts this Thursday night when Chicago and Green Bay kick off the season in a single-game showdown with $2.5 million in total prizes up for grabs. Draft your single-game showdown lineup and feel the sweat like never before. It's simple. Just draft six players from the season opener, stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Plus, new users who sign up today on DraftKings use code Locked On will receive a free shot at the $1 million top prize. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game quite like having a shot at a million dollar payday. Get in on the season opener action. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code Locked On for a limited time. Both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to $500, and new users don't miss this extra special week one bonus. Enter my code LOCKED ON and get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. That's code LOCKED ON only at DraftKings. Make it rain. NFC, let's just do them in the same order NFC South. Who you got, Matt? Yeah, as we mentioned many times, really tough division. But I think New Orleans is a stud organization right now. There's very few holes. I mean, even the center position looks like it's been solved. That looked like a problem with Unger's retirement. More weaponry than they had. Pretty good defense. Awesome home field advantage. Saints. Same. Saints. Yeah. I think they are very well the the best team in the league. I like every position group has just a stud player for the Saints. They've got one of the all-time greats at quarterback. Good, well-coached. I just love everything about the Saints. They're even better than they were last year, and they and they were already that yeah. good already. So definitely New Orleans Saints for me in the South, even though there's some, also some good teams there. I think another team from the South might show up in, a, in the wild card for me. NFC North. NFC North is really hard. You know, you and I did the over-unders, and I, I, I think the Lions are clearly fourth. I could pick any of the others, but I'm going to go with the Vikes. I think they have a... Really good D, not quite to the Bears level, but a really good D. I'm not the biggest Cousins fan, but I think the rest of his supporting cast and the addition of Kubiak to me is just massive. This team missed the most field goals in the league last year. I don't think that happens again. I think they squeak out a really tight division. This is a tough one for me because I really like the Bears. I took them in the over when we did our over-unders for the NFC, but after we talked with Mike Sando yesterday and I saw... The murderer's row of quarterbacks, they have the most <laughs> difficult schedule of just opposing quarterbacks, not teams necessarily, but opposing quarterbacks. And they have a different they have a difficult schedule for teams, too, because there is some correlation there. But um, it's it's a rough go for them. But they have the best one of the best defenses, maybe the best defense in the league too, to combat that. So I still like the Bears. But I'm actually going to go ahead and pick the Packers. And I, I was heavily influenced by Mike Sando's article yesterday that we we covered about opposing strength of schedule so green bay packers is going to actually be my pick in the nfc they were going to be a wild card team for me but i'm just going to give them the north now 
Yeah, uh, it wouldn't shock me. NFC East, a little, little top-heavy in that division. Yeah, I'm a big Eagles believer. Um, when we get to the further predictions, I'm going to be pretty Eagle-centric. Um, I, I, we, we can talk about the other two, but I think the Giants and the, the, the Redskins have no shot really to win this division. But I, I like the Eagles in a big way. I love the Eagles. I think Eagles Saints, those are the two best teams in the NFC. I, I mm-hmm. think it's not close. I do like the Cowboys, but enough questions with Zeke to allow me to it's, – it's pretty easy for me to say the Eagles in the East. How about the NFC West? Do you like my 49ers to potentially go not only to the playoffs, maybe deep in the playoffs? What do you think, NFC West? <laughs> I'm going with the Rams. Yeah, I had a feeling. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying this is easy as the AFC East, but I think it's pretty clear that there's a top dog with a lot of star power. They've learned how to win. I think they'll be, you know, take things to a new level, some schematic changes this offseason, too, after that Super Bowl performance. Yeah, I think the Rams kind of run away with the division. It's it's just too hard to pick away from the Rams when you talk about the NFC West this year. So let's just move on to the wild card situation where I have three teams still left that I really like and not a lot else that I'm really confident putting. Maybe three or four teams I like uh, that could be battling for that last wild card spot. Uh, which two teams do you have in there making the playoffs? Yeah, and I'm with you. And it's kind of the situation in the North and the AFC where. I'm not taking the Packers or the Bears to make the playoffs, and that's hard for me to spit out because they're both really good teams. I just think the North in both conferences might drag each other down. You know, they may end up being three and three in the division, or if you win four games, that's enough to get you in. I just think they beat up on each other a little bit. And two teams I've mentioned that I'm really warming up to are Dallas and Carolina. They're going to be my wild card teams. Um, I just think that. Both are a lot better than I originally thought, and everything that I'm doing homework-wise on these teams, I'm liking them more and more. I'm with you on the NFC North, but I'm still taking the Bears because I just think they're too good, and and I'm Mm -hmm. a believer, and I'll go defense first, and whatever you think about Trubisky, I still think there's more for Trubisky, and he can be better, so I think the Bears can even be better than they were last year, even though it might be a difficult schedule and a difficult gamut for them to run to get in the playoffs, but took the Packers to win the division. I'm still putting the Bears in there over the Vikings as a wild card team, and then it's very tough between the Falcons for me because I still like the Falcons. They're not going anywhere, and the Dallas Cowboys. And as much as I wanted to take the Falcons originally, I think I'm going to go Dallas. So I think I have two representatives from the North, two representatives from the East in the playoff scene. It seems like there's nine. I'm with you on the Falcons. There's about nine really pretty good teams in the NFC. Right, and if you're picking anybody else from those teams, it's a pretty obvious, we talked about it when we did the over-unders, a have-and-have-not situation in the NFC and a few teams that maybe you could pick, but they would definitely be sleeper picks to beat out any of those squads to make it the playoffs. So those are the playoff scenes and the division winners, so that leads us to the Super Bowl. Matt, do you want to take it away? Super Bowl teams and your Super Bowl winner for the 2019 season. Yeah, here's what I have going down is the Saints go to Philadelphia for the championship game. Don't handle the elements all that well. The Eagles emerge victorious, go to the Super Bowl. New England on the AFC has to go to Kansas City yet again. And this time the Chiefs get them. And Andy Reid gets to go to the Super Bowl. Mahomes um, really asserts himself as a true star-level player. So I have Chiefs, Eagles, and I'm going to take the Eagles to win it all. 
Okay, very similar. I have the same four teams, and I have the teams that have not been able to get over the hump making it happen this year. I've got uh, the New Orleans Saints getting past Philly and making it to the big game, and I have the Chiefs, like you did, over the Patriots. It's just... uh, I, 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 originally I was thinking, okay, Patriots in the East. And then the more I thought about it and the more I saw from the Chiefs and looking at them last year and looking at their construction, I think they can do it this year. This is the Chiefs year. This is the Saints year, especially to get over the hump and the Saints over the Chiefs for the Super Bowl title, taking home another ring, the second ring in Drew Brees' career. Maybe a walk-off. How about a walk-off yeah. ring ceremony for Drew Brees to end his career? Or is he going to play till he's 50 like... Tom Brady does. Do you think Brady would walk off if he wins another? I mean, is that just another day at the office for him? Who knows? Brady's going to roll off in a wheelchair, I think is what's going to happen. <laughs> All right, let's pick some players. We've got MVP. We've got Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Years. Uh, well, since we just did the teams, let's stay on the team aspect of things. Coach of the Year for you in the 2019 season. Yeah, I'm going Frank Reich. I mean, I picked the Colts to win that division. I like it. If, if they can overcome the loss of luck, I don't know how he wouldn't win it. I'm going to go with Doug Peterson because I mm. think it's it's one of those situations where he's so well thought of around the league. And, um, you know, the, the Super Bowl and the NFC Championship won't be taken into account in my uh, fictitious offseason or postseason here. So I'm going to go Doug Peterson because I think the Eagles have a chance to really do some special things this year in the regular season. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, they're my Super Bowl winner. Dudes. Listen up. Let's talk about sex. Good sex. Remember those days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. I've told you about them many times. If you haven't tried it, you're out of your mind. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know that they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Guys, I never understood the pill thing. I mean, hey, you're going to make an appointment for an hour from now? I mean, Blue Chew works so much better. Um, Now, this isn't just for guys that can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra functionality to enhance their performance in the bedroom. That's all of you. Um, Blue Chew is prescribed online, ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, zero awkwardness. Made in the USA, and Blue Chew prepares and ships direct. They're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, they have a fantastic deal for all of you listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment totally free when you use our promo code LOCKEDONNFL. All you're paying is $5 shipping, and you're getting way more than $5 worth of product. And the promo code is locked on. Again, that's bluechew.com, promo code locked on to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them a great deal for sponsoring the podcast. How about offensive rookie of the year? I think Montgomery and Jacobs have a shot to rack up a lot of yards. But I think Kyler Murray is just too dynamic. I know it's kind of the chalk pick. But he's going to get every opportunity from day one to really make a name for himself. I don't think the Cardinals win a lot of games. But if I had to put a buck down, I think it would be on Murray. Uh, Those two running backs, though, are are worth monitoring. 
Absolutely. And I'm going to go with one of the running backs, even though this, if one of the quarterbacks shows up, whether it's Daniel Jones takes over early for the Giants and, and plays as well as it looks like he's uh, starting to play in the preseason, or Kyler Murray shows that he's the guy and has a dynamic season that's really fun. It's just a little bit harder for quarterbacks and it takes him just a little bit longer. So I'm going to go with the guy that I think is going to get the most action on the field and will be the full-time guy for John Gruden. And he'll be in the passing game and the running game. And he'll be that guy who is being taken in the first round next year in fantasy football drafts. And that's Josh Jacobs. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that at all. How about the defensive side of the ball? Defensive rookie of the year for 2019. There's three names that really come to mind. Your buddy Bush or my buddy Bush in Pittsburgh, your buddy Bosa Mm -hmm. in San Francisco and white in Tampa, the two linebackers and an edge guy. I think Bosa's the best player deserved to be drafted the highest of those three. And maybe some of this is recency biased, but I just haven't seen enough out of White and Bosa in the preseason. Bosa hasn't played where Bush has shined, and I think he's protected well. I think the defense he's on is taking a step forward. So I'm going to be a homer and take Devin Bush. I'm going to be a homer too. I'm going to go with Nick Bosa. And you know what? And honestly, if it wasn't for Bosa, I would have taken Bush as well because I loved what I saw from him in the preseason. And kind of like with running backs, and I took Josh Jacobs on the offensive side of the ball, it's just easier for a linebacker to come in as a rookie and make enough plays and make splash plays and get his name out there and win an award like Defensive Rookie of the Year. But for Nick Bosa, just like his brother, he's so NFL ready. And the reports out of camp for Bosa were as glowing as I can remember for any rookie for the 49ers. And so if he is on the field early and he uh, his, he doesn't have any injury problems that have dogged him for the last couple of years, I think Nick Bosa has a really good shot at a winning Defensive Rookie of the Year. And according to John Lynch, there's a, there's a pretty good chance he's going to play Week 1. And if not Week 1, he'll probably be in there Week 2. And as we saw with his brother Joey Bosa, don't need 16 games to go out and have a great rookie season and be a Defensive Rookie of the Year candidate. Yeah, I can't argue that at all. I think he's a superstar player. Okay, let's go to Defensive player of the year part of me almost thought was going to be kind of cute but also meant it that i almost took the bosa brothers to win both these awards oh, you know i like it. it i think joey is better than our listeners realize and that he will be in this conversation then i thought fangio getting his hands on von miller you know von miller hasn't quite got the superstar you know notoriety the last couple of years that he deserves compared to mac and some of these other guys in the league but it's Aaron Donald. I mean, he's just better than everybody else. <laughs> right. And uh, for me, I was thinking about players. And then once you get to Aaron Donald, it's like, okay, well, how do you not pick Aaron Donald with how, dominant, drop. Yeah, with, over, with right. how dominant he is? And I would love to see a bounce back from, say, J.J. Watt or, like you mentioned, Von Miller. And those guys uh, could put together fantastic seasons. And I almost wonder if... Bradley Chubb, as good as I think he is, might hurt Von Miller because it's a race to the quarterback, and Von Miller actually might not win that every single time with Bradley Chubb on the other side. But um, you got to go Aaron Donald here for Defensive Player of the Year if you're putting any kind of money on it. But there's a lot of other players I like around the league. I like the the Bosa brothers, Offensive defensive, offensive Rookie of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. That, that's a good call. That'd be a fun scenario. And by the way, your, your call for Frank Reich, that would be a great story. I could see that Colts situation going any direction, but for them to still go to the playoffs and just unite without Andrew Luck and under Jacoby Brissett and Frank Reich and go to the playoffs, I think that'd be a pretty good story for Coach of the Year. I just I forgot to say that earlier. I just wanted to mention that. I ah, appreciate it. Uh, I do want to throw one more defensive MVP name out there, and 
people are probably saying I'm hating the Browns, but I think Miles Garrett could win it too. Oh, that's a really good one. I did not even have yeah. him on my list, but that's absolutely something, especially with a run, if the Browns go on a run, and right. uh, that, that'll just help everybody's chances on that team to have some notoriety and get some postseason awards. I like that call from Miles Garrett because we still haven't seen the best of him. No, I mean, he's as good a I said Bosa's a superstar prospect, and Garrett's better than all those guys have come in the league in terms of just what he has to work with. Oh, right, yeah. If if all those guys were in the draft at the same time, I'm taking Miles Garrett over both Bosa's, just as prospect for sure. Yeah. MVP of the league, this will be the last one here. Your most valuable player for the 2019 season, Matt. Obviously, tons of candidates. Mahomes is the best bet right now. I... <laughs> This sounds crazy, but a week ago I might have taken Andrew Luck, <laughs> and he's you know, even on a yeah. I, I strongly considered doing that, and considering his odds, I considered putting some money on Luck, and I'm glad I didn't. I'm gonna go with Wentz. Um, I picked the Eagles to win it all. I know they make these things, these choices before that, but like Mahomes, at a very early age, he played basically MVP football before his injury. Has a ton around him. Um, I just didn't want to take the chalk on Mahomes on that one. There were some players I wanted to throw in there. I wanted to have a big, huge breakout. I mean, he's already broken out, but a massive season for Deshaun Watson. I think that would be a cool mm-hmm. story, and he could be MVP and lead that Texans team deep into the playoffs. Uh, I like the Wentz one. That was one of the dark horse candidates I thought would be good, and people kind of forget how good he is with, with his injuries he's dealt with recently. Uh, of course, Tom Brady's out there. And uh, I'm going with my Super Bowl winner. I'm going with my guy, Drew Brees. He's got at least one just ridiculous run in him. That's what I'm banking on with these picks. So Drew Brees is my MVP. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's hard to argue with, too. I mean, playing in a dome, uh, so much talent around him. They're going to win a lot of games. He's pretty darn good. Okay, those picks are locked in. Matt, great stuff. I will definitely be referencing these picks, especially if anything I chose... Looks like it might turn out to be correct, Uh, but we're at game week. It's exciting times. NFL football is almost upon us, breaking down everything, all the news in the league on tomorrow's show right here, Locked on NFL.